Jeep, yeah. Oh yeah, welcome back to Sales is King, Fort Minor, Remember the Name. Do you guys remember that tune? Great, great tune. Um, those are the guys, uh, or one of the guys <clears throat> from Lincoln Park in there. Um, and this tune, uh, first of all, I wanted to add it in as the new intro music and outro music because it's just kind of a, it's a pump-up tune, um, get you excited talks about a number of different uh, percentages required, <laughs> and, and it's kind of what we're going to talk about today uh, for success. Um, interesting story with this tune is that we, my two boys and I, when they were in middle school, we did, we went up and performed this tune in a talent show. And uh, we've got the video, of course, I'm keeping it under, under lock and key, but um it was great. You know, there are many different raps in it. And, uh, of course, my boys, you know, learned their lines in about 10 seconds. And I had to take a week off of work just to, to, to learn my, you know, three or four rap lines, which I kept over and over. And, and it goes so bloody fast, you know, that you got <laughs> so it was it was incredible. But uh, fond memories with that. Happy to be adding it as the new um, music for the Sales is King podcast. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome, new listeners. This is Sales is King. This is where we talk about what it takes to succeed in 2018 and beyond. This is where we talk about what buyers are looking for today. This is where we talk about everything that's changing in business today and the great opportunity we have in sales to adjust our approach for success, to do things the right way, and to grab more business, more money for us, more success. But we need to know what to do. It's a little bit different. We can't just go in and wing it anymore. We can't just go in and try and drop the hammer and ask for the business. So this podcast talks about that in detail. Um, In terms of housekeeping, a couple of things. Um, We're going to have two fantastic interviews coming up over the next few weeks with um, influencers, authors, um, talking about how to succeed in sales and business today. Uh, in addition to that, want to thank everyone who's listening again. Uh, welcome new listeners. Ask you if you enjoy the program to give us a rating, give us a review. That gets us a little more visibility in the sea of many sales podcasts on iTunes, but I think we are truly different and truly cutting edge. Um, if you think the same, let us know about it. Um, tell your friends, share it out, and uh, certainly appreciate it. Secondly, as you might have heard, um, uh, I also do on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, I do the tip of the day, which is a video tip of the day, uh, where we talk about kind of freestyle a little bit on um, different areas of sales where um, I want to give you a little bit of advice. Uh, Once in a while, we turn it into the rant of the week, which seems to be very popular. Our last podcast episode was actually a rant too, and that was very popular. So maybe we'll keep those up. Um, So we'll see where that goes. Um, Next, uh, as I mentioned in one of the videos, um, an interesting uh, byproduct of this podcast is that um, it has turned... um, what I'm doing here into a business. So um, a number of you have reached out and asked me to come in and consult. 
um, work with your sales teams. And uh, suddenly I have a sales is king training and consulting business, which is fantastic. So exciting. It was nothing uh, ever planned, um, but just an interesting organic development from this. So along those lines, if you are in sales, if you are a sales leader, um, please reach out to me. Um, and set up some time. Let's have a high-level consultation, um, and then let's talk about how I might be able to help you or your teams succeed um, in this changing landscape because there's a lot to know. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot that's changing, but if we arm our teams with the right information, with the right skills, um, the sky is the limit, and it's working. We're doing it with other organizations now, and the numbers are good and there is improvement. So give me an email or a reach out, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. If you need help, I'm all about it. So let's talk. So today, um, and again, if you're new, um, welcome. Really happy to have you. We've been seeing some growing numbers on the podcast and um, very happy about that. So let's talk about today's episode, which is called Finesse Plus Grit Equals Success. Finesse Plus Grit Equals Success. And what this means is that for sure, you know, when we think of grit, I think of the foundational skills that are needed in sales that have always been needed in sales. You know, the hustle, right? The follow-up, you know, the asking for the business, the, um, determination, you know, the never giving up, um, the hard work, you know, is all still very much a requirement in sales today. The difference between 2018 and say 1998 um, or 1988 or even 2008 is that there is more required. Um, The grit itself is not enough, um, particularly in B2B today. We need a new set of skills, which I am calling finesse skills. And we will talk about those skills today, and we'll give you some examples. And we'll talk about how the combination of the finesse skills with grit is where you're going to blow up. It's where you're going to start to ring the cash register with more regularity. It's where you're going to get more deals in the door. It's where you're going to uncover more opportunities. It's where you're going to build more trust with your clients. It's where you're going to get repeat business. It's where you're going to build a fantastic pipeline and tremendous customer experience. It's where you're going to get referrals. It's where you're going to figure out um, the right places to be. And it's where you're going to have a better understanding of what is worth your time and what is not. So first of all, let's talk about the word finesse, right? What do I mean by that? What is the definition of finesse? And I'm going to go online right now and look it up. Um, I know what I mean, but finesse, there are a number of great synonyms um, that are down here. Skill, skillfulness expertise, if you remember, we've talked about this, um, the Keenan reference, you know, from his book, Not Taught. Experience versus expertise. We talked about this. Expertise is knowing exactly what to do. 
um, experience is not necessarily important or as important as it once was. So we've got skill, skillfulness, skillfulness, expertise, subtlety, right? Subtlety. You know, let's think about that. How do we, how do we subtly get, you know, an understanding of where the customer wants to go? Or how do we subtly start to push him um, into our sales motion? Flair. Oh, I love it. Flair. Um, panache. Polish. Artistry. Think about selling as artistry. You know, that's a lot different than grit, right? Grit to me is running through a wall, right? But artistry is, you know, fine-tuning something, you know, creating something masterful. Um, Virtuosity is another synonym. Virtuosity. I'm starting to think of like a, you know, a, a violinist at this point, you know? On one side, we've got the grit, you know, the football player, you know, the, the rugby player, the, the tough, you know, sportsman, uh, you know, the, the UFC guys. That's grit, just beating the daylights out of each other, right? But virtuosity, artistry, mastery, you know, these are, these are finesse skills, you know, the violinist the artist, the painter, you know, think of yourself in, in that respect. Um, you know, delicate is another word they use, right? Delicate. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about. There's this whole other side of, um, you know, what we need to do today um, in sales. So let's, let's, let's lead off with the finesse skills, you know, which to me are, are new, they're different, um, and it's really a new set of skills. So, you know, the salesman and woman, the sales exec of 2018 and beyond, um, the successful salesperson actually requires a different skill set. So if you're hiring sales today, um, you've got to be shifting the focus and the need and uh, the different requirements. Uh, you need uh, a more well-rounded uh, type of seller, you know, than the grit and the rough and tumble and the closer, you know, and the coffee is for closers, you know, ram it down your throat kind of guy or gal. That's certainly important if you have that type of skill, but you need the finesse skills too. You need to to, to open up your your violin, you know, and start playing a violin uh, music, you know? You need to pull out that paintbrush and start painting a, a masterpiece, you know? That's what we need to do in finesse with finesse skills. So let's think about some finesse skills that I'd like to go through. Um, the first one is simplicity, right? How do we make something complex simple? Because these buyers are... You know, we've heard so much that buyers have uh, all this power because they're doing research. And, you know, have you, think about when you went online and did research for a particular product. You know, there's a lot of information, but damn, it's confusing. You know? I mean, how do you decide? 
Yeah, I think you finally have to walk in and ask somebody, you know. I mean, it's great to do the research, but, you know, I want to go in and drive the car. I want, I want somebody to tell me, you know, from their experience uh, what's good and what's not, you know. Um, so in B2B particularly, there's so much complexity uh, around a lot of this, you know, um, in some of the simpler businesses, perhaps not, but in many of the tech, you know, the tech businesses, the B2B, larger sales, definitely complexity. So how does that new finesse skill of simplicity work? It's being able to cut through the noise and direct the buyer to the solution that's going to help him based on the information you've gathered. Um, it's making a very complex story, very simple, very to the point, very digestible, very understandable to the prospect or the customer. Um, the second finesse skill, and we did a whole episode on this. I'm not sure which one it is, but I'll tell you at the end, is curiosity is a finesse skill. Being curious, asking questions about that customer's business, asking questions about that customer's role um, and what's important to them, where they're looking to go, you know, what they're going to be measured on uh, this year, you know, what, what the company is trying to do, what the, what the buyer is trying to do, who else is in the buying committee, who's really making the decision, who's the budget holder, who's the influencer, why are you even going through this process? What has happened in order to get you looking to buy a potential solution that we might be able to provide? Um, why? Tell me why. You know, is it because everyone else is doing it? Is it because you had a bad year last year? Is it because you're not innovating fast enough? You know, um, tell me why. The curiosity. Uh, factor is definitely um, an important one. Um, the next one um, is called recalibrating, right? Recalibrating. What do I mean by that? It means that oftentimes we're thrust into the quote-unquote buyer's journey. I mean, this is getting overused now, but the buyer's journey, you know, is it awareness, is it consideration, is it decision? And there are others that, you know, blow it out to two or three times more of that. But, you know, where is the buyer in the process? But, you know, and I just did a video on this uh, on Friday. Sometimes these buyers are driving without a license. You know, they think they know what they want. Um, they think they, you know, they have a good idea of what they want, but they really don't because they haven't gotten with a finesse seller who's going to take a step back, who's going to recalibrate with them and say, hey, um, I understand that you're looking for this and you think you need this, but can I just take a step back and ask you a couple of questions? Because I really need to understand your motivation, what's gotten you to this point, how you got to this point, why you got to this point, and then I'd love to kind of assess that with you um, tie it back to your goals and challenges and make sure that you're really um, being at this point is really where you should be. Perhaps you might be better served somewhere else. 
um, or thinking about um, another approach. You know, we use those words, have you considered, you know, as a way to get the prospect to think differently. Um, it's a nice way of saying, hey, man, you crazy, you know, uh, which you can't say. Um, but if you say, hey, have you considered this? You know, you take a step back, okay, and you recalibrate. Um, okay, so that's, that's the third skill, um, being able to reframe, being able to recalibrate. Um, the next skill is the strategic thinking, right? Uh, the strategic thinking. And this is exceptionally important. The salesperson must go in almost as a C-level uh, executive, uh, almost as a business strategist. You need to have a skill set that understands the customer's industry, that understands how the customer makes money, that understands who their customer is, that understands the issues that that particular prospect is facing. And you need to do that with strategic thinking, strategic literacy, um, you know, being able to think that way, being able to ask those questions, and being able to understand um, just how that customer is operating, okay? Um, you know, know the bigger picture than just the customer and the need. Understand the need in the context of the customer, in the context of the industry, you know, in the context of the impact um, on the industry. And then you can have a better um, understanding. And then you'll be in a better position to um, effectively talk about what you do. So there's the strategic thinking part. The next one is the, um, basically what I'll call, you know, creativity and thinking on your feet. Idea generation. It's really three of them. Creativity, thinking on your feet, and idea generation. So when you start to hear the answers to these questions, you know, almost every circumstance is, is uh, unique. So you need to be able to think on your feet. You need to be able to ask follow-up questions. You need to make sure that you've covered all your bases. But then you have to think on your feet, um, you know, asking more questions about have you considered, perhaps delivering some insights, um, perhaps delivering a case study, you know, um, but coming up with ideas for the customer, the prospect. You know, that's how you become a key part of the process by offering or suggesting different ideas, um, highlighting issues, but then suggesting ideas, thinking on your feet. Next, we need to know how to solve problems, right? Um, and that's kind of an offshoot um, of the, the creativity and thinking on our feet. But, you know, the, the we're going to hear some issues now. The prospect is going to divulge and, and, you know, tell us things that are troubling him or her. Um, we need to know how to solve problems. You know, we need to deliver that confidence to the buyer um, that, you know, we can do this. And we have, you know, here's our suggestions. Here's how we would solve it. Here's how we have solved it. 
And, you know, we come across as a problem solver, someone that he wants to spend more time speaking to, um, someone that he wants to bring into the process because we have established ourselves as a problem solver. Um, the next one, we need to demonstrate financial literacy. We need to demonstrate financial literacy. We cannot go in and just start spewing uh, things about our solution and how much it costs, you know? We have to be able to talk value, right? We have to be able to demonstrate ROI, you know? We have to justify why the prospect should invest his money with us. So we need to demonstrate financial literacy. But also we need to know, and I talked about this earlier, we need to know how the customer makes money. You know, what is the average selling price of the prospect's solution? You know, is it is it $10,000? Is it $2 million? You know, what is one deal worth? How many deals could you influence um, with your solution or other metrics around time or around uh, efficiency. You know, we need to understand this. We need to quantify this and we need to be very comfortable doing this. And this to me is a finesse skill. Not every salespeople, and as a matter of fact, it's a low percentage because the more companies and groups I speak to, um, it's something that people are not comfortable with, and we need to get comfortable with it. It's got to become second nature. Uh, we can't just cede control on this and just say, hey, you know, you should just buy it because, you know, I'm a great guy or gal, you know. Um, you've got to show them the money. Uh, so very important financial literacy. So those, to me, are the finesse skills. I'm sure there are more, but these are the ones coming to mind. Now, that's all well and good. We definitely need those uh, to move things along. But we also need um, some of our tried and true selling uh, 101 skills. You know, the follow-up, right? We need to be vigilant. We've got to stay connected. You know, we've got to keep pushing. You know, we've got to keep following up. Staying top of mind, for sure. Um, you know, number two is the hustle, right? Um, we got to be responsible for our own demand. Uh, so in addition to, you know, whatever we typically do for prospecting, we now need to bring in um, social media and other ways of reaching out to people. But we've got to continue with the hustle. We've got to continue with the determination, you know, uh, another grit skill. We have to continue with the, um, you know, lack of uh, being affected by rejection. Not looking at it as, as rejection, but looking at it as, um, you know, the, the necessary part of doing business. Not everybody is going to buy. Not everybody's going to want to buy. Not everybody's going to be nice. We just need to know that we just need to keep forging ahead. You know, um, and that we've got to keep pushing and that we can't give up with it. The next, of course, is closing, asking for the business, right? We need to ask for the business. I did this whole rant last week, 
you know, buyers are almost offended uh, when we ask for the business. And I'm like, come on, you know, that's not our job in sales. Our job in sales is to sell you something and we sell you something by asking you to buy it. I'd love to be selling things that people just buy and you just don't have to say a word. You know, you just lay the cards out on the table, but that's not the way it goes. Sellers need to sell and ask for the business. And if you don't ask, you don't get. So we must close. We must ask for the business. And there are many different ways of going about it that's, uh, you know, not uh, crazy, over-the-top, maniacal type stuff, but literally just, you know, determination and asking for the business. Um, Of course, the other skill, the grit skill, is overcoming objections. You know, there's a little bit of finesse in that as well. But we need to know as part of the process that there will be objections. And if we can't handle objections, we can't sell. And we're only going to get the deals that are easy, you know. So if we want to improve our sales performance, we need to know how to handle objections. We need to know how to turn those into positives. Um, And we need to know how to get the customer making a different decision based on new information, which my friend Jerry A. Cuff uses very skillfully um, to talk about how we change a customer's mind. We don't really change a customer's mind. We give them new information, and they make a new decision based on this new information. Um, So, you know, determination is key. Never giving up is key, you know. Um, not worrying about rejection is key. Being able to ask for the business is key. We need to continue to have all this. So you see what I'm saying? We, we have to have both sides of the equation in order to put it all together. We need the finesse and we need the grit. So finesse plus grit equals success. Now do it. Like I say on my video uh, vlog, Go out and do it. And that's the last part of it, right, is the execution. You got to do. You got to learn, but then you got to do. So until next time, Dan Sixsmith, happy selling. Pete. Concentrated power, real, yeah. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. 10% luck, and 20% skill. 15% concentrated power, real, yeah. 5% pleasure, and 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Oh. name.